All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the Daily Morning Update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 12th of January. Here's everything that you need to know at the start. The government yesterday placed a purchase order with Serum Institute of India for 1.1 crore doses of the Oxford-AstraZeneca COVID-19 vaccine Covishield, each costing 210 rupees, including the goods and services tax. Dispatch of the vaccine is likely to have started by late Monday evening. According to the order, each dose of the vaccine has been priced at 200 rupees and will attract GST of 10 rupees. Meanwhile, in the 24 hours to 8 a.m. yesterday, India reported 16,300 new cases, which took the total number of active cases to below 2.22 lakh. Remember, just a few months back, in September, the active cases had stood at as much as 10 lakh. In the top news, the Reserve Bank of India has projected that bad loans of the Indian banking system could jump sharply by September considering the current macroeconomic climate. Total bad loans could rise to 13.5% by the end of September from the 7.5% that was recorded in September of last year. That's the baseline projection that was contained in the central bank's financial stability report. In the worst-case scenario, gross bad loans could rise to as much as 14.8%, which is the highest in two decades by the end of September. According to the RBI's assessment, bad loans have been consistently falling over the last two years. Even the slippage ratio, which is the rate of addition of fresh bad loans, had come down to 0.15% as of September. Now, bird flu has spread to 10 states and union territories with hundreds of birds reported dead. Several control measures have already been put in place and the government has assured that there are no scientific reports of the virus being transmitted to humans. The finance ministry yesterday rejected the demand for further extension of the last date for filing income tax returns where an audit is required beyond the 15th of February. Last month, the government had extended the income tax return filing date for individuals to the 10th of January and for companies till the 15th of February. In international news, in the US, the Democratic-controlled House has introduced a resolution to impeach President Donald Trump for a second time, setting up a vote this week unless Vice President Mike Pence uses his constitutional authority to remove the president. Meanwhile, several major U.S. corporations are punishing Republicans in Congress who voted last week against certifying President-elect Joe Biden's victory by cutting off campaign contributions to them after a violent pro-Trump mob stormed the Capitol. A steep sell-off in Bitcoin is fueling concerns that the gains in cryptocurrency may not be held for long. Bitcoin slid as much as 26% over Sunday and yesterday in the biggest two-day slide since March. As of this morning, it was once again above the $35,000 mark, having fallen to around $30,000 yesterday. In international markets, U.S. stocks ended off-record highs with the S&P 500 and the Nasdaq dropping 0.7% and 1.2% respectively. The Dow declined 0.3%. 
In the Asia-Pacific region, two of the three early rises have started the day positive. And with that, it's over to Hormuz Fatakia for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Hormuz. How are we looking today? Good morning to you, Alex, and to those tuned in. Another day, another round of gains, and it has become muscle memory now for the markets to make new record highs almost every day. The Nifty has hit a record high on an intraday basis for the 11th straight day on Monday. What was also at a record high was the IT index, which outperformed along with autos and FMCG. Broader markets and banks were some of the underperformers. The specific stocks then, and I'll begin with Tata Motors today, where it was the second straight month of recovery in retail sales for Jaguar Land Rover on a quarter-on-quarter basis. The luxury car maker said that retail sales for the December quarter rose 13% sequentially, while those on -on year-on-year basis were down 9%. The positive bit was the sales in China, which rose 20% quarter-on-quarter and 19% as compared to last year. However, JLR also said that while sales in North America, overseas and Europe rose anywhere between 20-30% to quarter-on-quarter, they are yet to recover to pre-COVID levels. Tata Motors was the top gainer on the Nifty on Monday, ending 11% higher at its highest level since April of 2019. Dr. Reddy's Laboratories has announced that the Independent Data Safety and Monitoring Board has reviewed the safety data from Phase 2 clinical trials of the Sputnik V vaccine and recommended the Phase 3 recruitment and to continue the trial without any modifications. The DSMB concluded that no safety concerns were identified and that the study has met primary endpoints of safety. The data has also been submitted to the DCGI for review and approval to continue the Phase 3 clinical trials trials. Thyrocare Technologies says that it has managed to achieve about 34% year-on-year growth in the October to December period, led by a revival in business activity and aggressive marketing across territories. The diagnostic player's non-COVID business showcased growth post the festive season, while marketing campaigns launched to promote preventive healthcare packages have shown promising results. The company also spoke of RT-PCR tests continuing to contribute to overall volumes and that it has increased its capacity for the same in Delhi. Keep an eye out for Tata Communications in today's session. The latest shareholding pattern shared by the company reveals that Rekha Rakesh Junjunwala has acquired 1.1% stake in the company during the October to December period. The stock has jumped over five times from its 52-week low of 200 rupees in March last year. I have plenty of buyback and dividend announcements to share with you, but first, an OFS. Dishman Carbogen's promoter Adiman's Technologies plans to sell up to 60.7 lakh shares or close to 3.9% of the total equity through an offer for sale. There will also be an oversubscription option of 32.1 lakh shares or 2% of the total equity. The floor price of 140 rupees a share is the same amount at which the stock closed on Monday. The OFS opens for non-retail investors to and for retail investors tomorrow. Remember that the OFS carried out by the company in mid-December had received a very tepid response. Let's move on to the buyback and dividend announcements then. I'll first start off with Gale. The company will hold its board meeting on the 15th of January to consider an interim dividend for FY21 as well as a buyback of equity shares. The stock closed at its highest level since November 2019 on Monday. DCM Sriram will also be holding a board meeting to consider an interim dividend on the 19th of January. The record date for the same, if approved, will be the 28th of January. The other stock joining the list of dividend-paying companies is GMM Fodler. 
The board will meet on the 20th of January to consider its quarterly earnings performance as well as to consider a third interim dividend for FY21. The record date for an approved dividend, if any, will be the 29th of January. The company has earlier paid dividends of 2 rupees a share and 1 rupee a share respectively for FY21. And the last in this list is SRF, which will hold a board meeting on the 21st of January to consider a proposal for a second interim dividend for FY21. The record date for the same will be the 1st of February. The board had earlier declared a dividend of 5 rupees a share in August last year. The stock rose for the ninth straight day on Monday to close at a record high. Quite a few non-index names come out with earnings today. Notable ones include Karnataka Bank, Steel Strips Wheels and Tata Alexi. Early ticks on the SJX Nifty showed that the index was flat, around the mark of 14,480. And that's all from me today. More in our all-you-need-to-know copy on BloombergQuint.com. With that, I wish you a safe day ahead and it's back to you, Alex. Thanks, Hormuz. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.